Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse. It's imploding. There's an incursion. There's an incursion going on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm only going to be saying that phrase a couple more times. This, uh... We have decided to shut down the pod here in a couple weeks after the Super Bowl. Yes, we're going to get this this week's episode out of the way. Our next episode, our final one, will be, you know, recapping the Super Bowl. And also will be us talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania, since that's right around the corner and we're going to see it real soon. So we're going to throw that all in there so we talk about all those things on our final episode. But it'll probably not be out until the middle of of the next week. So probably like the 20th or the 21st. Something like that. But yeah, and then that'll be it for our multiverse. It was a good run. It was. was, It's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. We're not, you know, talking about one thing anymore. And then, you know, I've become a basketball hater. So (laughs) it's kind of like, well, all that I enjoy talking about anymore would be football. And, And then even the MCU, some of this stuff was getting on my nerves. But I still... I still love to talk about this stuff. I just yeah. don't think what well, nobody's listening. So <laughs> we we got our peeps, but we're gonna move on to doing other things like making videos and yeah. Maybe you'll see our faces on the YouTube or something. One of these days, you know, yeah. you see us pop up on your feed one day on YouTube. You know, we maybe we can share that. You know, before on our last episode, if we get that set up by then, but we'll see. We'll figure that out. Yeah, so thanks for, for joining us these couple years, but yeah. Yes. These are the last two. Let's go out with a bang. Let's make them count. Let's see if I can get some rants going on. Let's see. <laughs> Lush is like old times. <laughs> Just kidding. This okay. week, history was made. What happened? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tuesday night, third quarter of the Lakers game, LeBron hits a fadeaway. And becomes the NBA all-time leading scorer, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Congrats, King James. The record that stood for about 40 years, pretty much. 38 years. 38, 39 years. By the captain, Kareem, who was there to pass the torch, so to speak. It's crazy to think, you know, I mean, he had it for 38 years. A lot of times when guys have a record for that long, like, they're not alive to see the next person break it. So, yeah. It was awesome that he's still alive. But it's also just crazy. It's been 38 years. Like, I didn't really... I knew it had been a long time and everything. And we kind of mentioned it before. But I didn't really think about the exact years. 38 years. Yeah. Like, oh, 1984. Then you look at the year now, you're like, oh my goodness, that's forever ago. That's a a lifetime ago. And a couple people... Probably could have broke it. I think, you know, if Jordan didn't retire those times, Mm -hmm. he would have broken it. But that's not to say that LeBron wouldn't end up breaking Jordan. And then Karl Malone was right there. Yeah, he was so close. When he just decided not to keep playing anymore. Like, he tried to get that last ring, or a ring, with the Lakers that last year. Had a ring chase a little bit. And maybe if they won it, he would have tried to run it back one time and then maybe got the record too, but he decided not to. 
But I think the crazy thing too about LeBron is like, you know, he ain't done, so he's pushing out oh, yeah. over forty thousand. And that's gonna be insane. Assuming he gets to forty thousand points. Like that's that's nuts. And it's funny how people are trying to make it seem like it's only because of longevity. It's like, well, first of all, to break a record like that, you need longevity. So Yeah, obviously, that's a given. Because like I was saying, even if Jordan had played the history of basketball, that would have been 19 years. Like, he played 15. Mm -hmm. So if he didn't, he missed four seasons in those retirements. And and I know he missed a lot of another one. But let's just pretend that he had injuries in all those other years. Mm -hmm. Because playing all, that's that's a heavy toll. So he would have been, he would have played 19 seasons, and yeah, I think he would have broken it. He might have got to about 40,000 points, but then, I mean, he already retired, so he probably would have retired. He had had everything. Yeah. And then LeBron would have broke it. Maybe it takes him a few more years, but he wasn't scoring 30 points a game every year, you know? Yeah. But he's still scoring around that. <laughs> You know, is he at 30 this he's year? He's at 30 right now. Yeah, he's at 30 this at year. At 38 years old. In his 20th season, which is pretty crazy. And we can talk about the league and all that stuff if we want to. But and we have before. crazy. I mean, that's like yeah, Tom Brady. That's... Tom Brady doing the things that he was doing, you know, at 42, 43, 45. You know, it's like, it's impressive. It still is. It's crazy. You know, but... At some point, just gotta be like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, you just gotta put your put your arms up and just be like, what what else can you say? Yeah. Like it's it's unreal. And you know, we've said it before. We've done a pod about it. Greatest NBA players, right? Your my guy. Your greatest ever, and he's definitely deserving of that. He's still not my greatest ever, and he never will be. But that's okay because. I don't mind when people say it as long as they don't go completely crazy about it. Yeah. (laughs) But he has all the accolades. So, of course he's deserving. Yeah. 100%. And I would just just add this one on top of it, you know? If everything else wasn't enough, there's that as well. Crazy. I saw that Emmett Smith, you know, welcomed him into the all-time club. (laughs) He was, like, <laughs> he was like, congrats. And I just, I thought nice. it was funny because, you know, they both have like, now they have records that it's going to take a long time for somebody to be, to break oh. LeBron's record. Because again, you have to play like 20 years and you have to average almost 30 points a game. Let's just say And be healthy. Games. Yeah, you have to be healthy. And he's had a couple seasons. Like, what was it? He had the... One of his first seasons in LA, he got injured. And then there were some strike years. Yep. And stuff like that. But he stayed basically healthy the entire time. So what are the odds of those things happening? It's... And plus, like we said, he's not done. How far does he push it? Yeah. It's like, you know, Emmett... Got a couple thousand more, or like 1,600 more than Walter Payton, and he's held it for almost 20, no, over 20 years. I think he signed up for 20. He broke it in 2002. So yeah, 21 yeah. years. Dang, that's man, crazy. I'm getting up there. <laughs> that's the year I was born. And then, and nobody is 
really come close. Yeah. And so then, like, who's the second active leading scorer right now? Is it is it Durant? I I would guess. I I would guess Durant. Right now. I mean, if it's not him, it'd probably have to be like Steph or somebody. Let's but I feel see. like it. It's gotta be Katie, doesn't it? Let's go to active players. Unless yeah, there's... it's Katie, and he's okay. at. Oh, why did it just switch? I literally just switched to active players, <laughs> and then it immediately switched back. Yeah, you don't want Durant you don't... with twenty six thousand. So he's Jeez. you know almost twelve thousand behind. And then Harden is next. Harden then Westbrook. Oh yeah. Twenty four. I I forgot about Harden. That was. Ah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's the guys that are Giannis is 11th, and he's only he's at 15, and I know he's still you know relatively young, but still, do we think that Giannis has a chance? Yeah, not to not to pass LeBron now. Yeah, I mean, nobody on here. That's crazy. (laughs) At least right now, who's got a bunch of years in and has done things looks like they could even touch it so it's a it's a very impressive record (laughs) yeah that's insane so congrats history all-time isn't the all-time leader in playoff scoring also too yeah by like he's already got a big gap in that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's close to like a couple thousand between him and second and i said you look at him and like brady and and I and I even say Emmett and and like Jerry Rice like if you take those three guys and you and then and LeBron those four guys are and you see they have the all time regular season record they have the all time playoff records and they have the rings they have everything like so when he welcomes but don't them to the but don't tell people time. Emmett is the greatest running back of all time because then they'll get mad at you for whatever reason yeah just like people will get mad at you if you say lebron is and yeah because know, people are weird like but that again but they're deserving of that you yeah. know, acknowledgement if if people feel that way like you can't you can just say like he's not mine but he's deserving like that should be the conversation when it comes to LeBron every time yeah. he's, you shouldn't be like no it's not it's this guy it's so disrespectful he's like uh, you know I he has everything he checks every box and then some but <laughs> I'm going with this guy but and, and you could say Kareem you could be like nah Kareem's my guy like, yeah, I, so I would respect that so I love Kareem so I would have a lot of respect but I also found it that. interesting that he broke it on a fadeaway because I was wondering there, that, that was, was a, be. Was a topic a the past couple of days. Like, what is he going to do a tomahawk dunk? Is he going to do a nod to Kareem and try a skyhook or something? Oh, that would have been hilarious. That would have that been funny. It would have been hilarious if he tried it and he was like so <laughs> yeah. And then they fit Kareem and he's just like, come on, man, don't do that. Not as easy as you thought. <laughs> that would have been, he should have tried it. That would have been great. Hit, hit a fade away for the record I think it's funny too that for some reason on Twitter they kept comparing uh, Jordan hitting a sh- I don't even know why because it's not like Jordan broke the record so I don't know why they were showing 
a Jordan shot, like the difference between what the crowd was doing. No phones when Jordan is shooting. But oh. LeBron, everybody had their phone up. And I'm like, why are you, what is the point of this? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, because they didn't have was, cell phones that recorded back was then. Was it like, just some random game? I, it probably was finals. It was, it, it was probably like his last shot against the against Utah or something. I it mean, doesn't matter. I'm like, what? And I saw it numerous times, like yeah. ESPN and, and other places, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so people like to record it, so they can say, look, I was there, and this is my viewpoint from it. Yeah. They're still watching it. His kids were doing it. Yeah. But they're also on their feet. Mm-hmm. Going, I mean, come on. What are you guys doing? Yeah, I thought that was weird. I think I'm calling that out. I'm like, we, we get it. People have phones now. Thank you. Thank you for this reminder. I know if I was there, I would have. And I'm not. Oh yeah. I'm not one of those people who pulls his phone out every time something happens. Most of the time, I don't think about it till after, and then I'm like, oh, that would have been awesome if I. Like that time I saw that guy get beat up. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was the funniest thing. I'm not even a violent person. I mean, I know I joke about it all the time, but. Oh man, one dude got mad at another dude in his car, and the guy walked over and he started punching the guy in the car, and the guy who was getting punched just stepped out of the car while getting punched, hit the dude once, and the dude just knocked him down, and then he kind of stood over him, the guy was like, no, 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 and then the guy got back in his car, the dude stood up, shook his hand, and walked away, and one was like, what was that? Why was I not recording this? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Ah, <laughs> uh, people. It was so ridiculous. But yeah, uh, I don't pull my phone out for stuff, but, you know, and that, that would have been a moment that I'm like, <clears throat> oh, you know, every, every two seconds I'm like, every time they came down court, yeah. court and then Here we go. I got to delete that. Uh, <laughs> scoot down, your head's in my shot. The back of your head. All I see uh, is... I see the screen, but then I see your phone screen in my screen. And I'm looking at your screen through my screen. That's probably looking through another screen. (laughs) It's a whole thing. It is. But yeah, congrats. Congrats to King James. And now that brings us to the big dance, the Super Bowl 2023. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Time to break down position by position battles between these teams and then get into our predictions for the Super Bowl champions so we start off obviously with the quarterback position Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts we're looking at a CBS article talking about these position battles doesn't mean we're agreeing with what they say yes but (laughs) that's just what we're looking at right now and obviously you know to the shock of no one, the edge at quarterback goes to Patrick Mahomes. Which I agree with. I mean, I guess the only question is, how is his ankle? But I think after a couple weeks, he's probably all right. He's better than, he's going to be better than he was. Yeah. So. And he was, he was able to do enough then, so I think he'll be able to do enough now. Now that doesn't mean that hurts can't play better in this game and win the, and win the Super Bowl. There's yeah. other matchups and other things, but just who's the better quarterback? It's Mahomes. It is Mahomes. That's just that's just a fact, man. Like Hurts. Hurts is awesome. Now we go look at the running back position. Obviously, you got Miles Sanders for the Eagles. The Chiefs, 
running back one. You got rookie Isaiah. Is it Pacheco? Sure. Pacheco. I don't know how to say his last name, but I swear I just said it a minute ago. Actually, you did, and I forgot how it's pronounced. So and now he I'm was looking a, at it, and I'm like, what? late round pick who's been a surprisingly, you know, pretty good for he was like a seventh round pick or something like that. But it's Miles Sanders. Yeah. I, I mean, mean if, if I don't at, really think it's a question. Well, and they're doing the all the running backs, right? Yes. And, and even the, then, I'm like, it's. Have you been watching on this playoffs? Plus, when you when you the giant backs or giant killer. Yeah, when you look at their running back, the running back position for the Eagles, this is like when you look at the Ravens when Lamar's healthy. When you look at their running back, their running game, he's a part of it. Hurts is a part of it. Yeah. So when we're looking at this, it's it's the Eagles. They have the edge. It's and I don't even really think it's close. Again, that doesn't mean that the Chiefs might not have a better game on the ground because that happens sometimes. But the Eagles are the better team. They've got the better. They have the better run game. The better running back. The better backfield. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take their backfield. And even without you know throwing hearts into that, I'd still take their running back court. Yeah. Over the Chiefs right here. For some reason, CBS has him as even. I don't really understand why, but but yeah, we we're both rocking with Philly in the running back department. I like to rock, and we're rocking here. And I think we'll do the same thing with the wide receiver crew. I think this one's pretty pretty easy as well. Oh yeah, it's got to be Philly. Yeah, easily. AJ Brown and Devonte Smith, like oh, that's already compared to the Chiefs. That's all you have to say. Well, McCall Hart- Hardman isn't playing, right? I believe you he's are correct. Out. I he's believe out. Hardman will not be playing, so I, that wouldn't have affected my pick here anyway, but that does play a major role in the Super Bowl because he is an integral part of that offense. He's one of their, you know, home run hitters, you know, especially with Hill gone. He's taken on a lot of that, uh, you know, both targets, I'm assuming, that production has been kind of placed on him, and he's gone. And why are the, why are the Chiefs receivers as good as they are well because of Mahomes yeah <laughs> you know whereas Devonta Smith and AJ Brown are just really great receivers or really yeah. good receivers and Hertz doesn't necessarily I mean yes he makes them a little bit better I'm not trying to downplay right. Hertz he's really good but I'm just saying they're they already really good in their, their own right thing because we saw them both do their thing a little bit with others I believe well, Devontae is... Devontae a little bit. Yeah, Devontae like not too much. But AJ, obviously, we saw him with Tannehill. And he was balling already. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's easy. easy. Just like this next one's very yeah, easy. Yeah, very easy. Tight ends. I mean, it's Kelsey and... Dallas Goddard's a very good tight end, but it's Kelsey. Yeah. He's... Wow. He is really, really good. Agreed. Yeah. The offensive line... Chiefs offensive line or Eagles offensive line? Yeah, I mean, I just want to see what they were thinking because it's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I think... Definitely a conversation, I think. I mean, I go with even because I do think, you know, Kansas City, they did... They made good moves to shore up that offensive line a couple years back. Yeah. And... You know, they have like the best center in the league. <laughs> yeah. And and that's saying a lot because it's not like Jason Kelsey isn't a great 
center, but yeah, I think I think almost everybody gives Creed. Other than Philly fans, they're probably like, no, yeah. But that being said, you know, Philly's got a great line too, so I'm I gotta go even. Yeah, for for doing that, then I'll probably go even too. If I had to pick, I'd probably pick Philly. I feel like. I think I feel like there might be a little bit more like balance well, across got, the like, board. Too, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I think even's fair. Actually, no, nah, I'm just gonna say Philly. I I like Phillies a little. I'm a, I give them a slight edge over the Chiefs, just from like an overall across the board standpoint. Oh, I think that's fair. And so now we go to the other side of the trenches, the interior defensive line. This one's got them even, you know, for the Chiefs, you're looking at Chris Jones mainly for the Eagles. I mean, it's a few guys, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the whole line. The whole, I'm, you know, the interior, I'm going Philly. Yeah, I'm going I mean, Philly too. Chris Jones is really, really good. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Individually, he's gonna get the. He's nod, gonna wreak havoc. But this is the whole <laughs> thing, and see, and again, this is kind of why, like, it can look like, you know, well, I said that their lines were even, but their their line could look to overmatch the Chiefs because their defensive line is so good. Doesn't mean that their line, their offensive line, is poor. They just have a, you know, a great defensive line. And, we also didn't even mention, you know, they haven't done too, but also Jordan Davis yep. on Philadelphia side. So there's that too. Exactly. The Rook. So yeah, Chris Jones, the best individual out of them all, but in terms of this whole group, it's got to be Philly. Agreed. And I think it's the same thing for DNs and outside linebackers. So they had. They had the interior even just because of Chris Jones. I mean, pretty much, yeah. But like, I get he's really good. But I mean, come look at the Eagles group. Come on, man. Yeah. When it comes to edge rushers, outside linebackers. Yeah. Chiefs got some guys. They do. I mean, Frank Clark and Dunlap. We we know them. Been been around, you know. But come on. Did you see what Reddy did? Plus, you got Brandon Graham. Robert Quinn is still doing his thing. Like they stole Robert Quinn. Yeah, I mean, it's it's From the, the Bears. It's the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Linebacking core. That was a little interesting. You got Nick Bolin and Willie Gay Jr. from the Chiefs. You got TJ Edwards and Kaiser White of the Eagles. Both got uh, some young talent. I... And I really don't know too much yeah, about I mean, them, to be honest. So I'm probably going to have to go even like CBS does here because I don't really know much more outside of that. that they're even, and I haven't seen anything <laughs> like where their production is so much better than the other. Well, that's what's funny, too. It's like as I'm looking at it, I'm, like, I'm thinking these are the guys that I hear the less about when we're, yeah. even when we're watching the games. Like It's not like I hear them talking about you know, Nick Bolton that often. <laughs> yeah. Or and no, even if he was a tackling machine, I, I'm telling you, I almost never heard him talk about him in, in all the Chiefs games that we watched. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot that we didn't see, so I'm not saying that they didn't talk about him. I'm just saying, yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, I can't really say on this one, so I just go even. Yeah, me either. 
Because yeah, it is kind of happening. Just just from our perspective. Then we get to the secondary, looking at the cornerback position. I think this one's a landslide. I mean, there's one player that I root for more than the rest of them because go dogs. McDuffie. But that is cool. Yeah. That is cool that he's here. Yeah. In his first year, I love that. But Eagles, man. Bradbury and Darius Slay. I mean, just those two. Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. And then we get to the safety position. You're looking at like Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill. You know, in Kansas City, and then in Philadelphia, C.J. Gardner Johnson and Epps. I, I got to give that edge to Philly. Uh, I I like Justin Reed, but yeah, no, I thought I do like Reed. Thornhill's okay. I feel like the I mean looking at their the top two, I like the Eagles top two a little bit better. With Johnson and Epps. Oh man. You know In my humble opinion. This one's probably the closest one that I'm gonna actually choose one and I'm I'm actually gonna go Chiefs on this one. Mm, okay. I thought that Reed really, you know, started to come around. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think that the Eagles are bad or anything like right. that. I think I just think they're both solid. I don't think either mm-hmm. is standout. So I'm just gonna give the Chiefs the edge. Chiefs because are. I liked how I liked some of the things I saw from Reed a little bit more. Alright, alright. And then you got, like, special teams, you know, Harrison Bucker versus Jake Elliott. And then, I mean, I don't know if you really want to... I'm giving that to the Chiefs. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that to the Chiefs. They're more dangerous with the special teams. That's exactly why I just... Yep, I just think... You expect more out of them. Yeah. And again, they did this. I knew they were They, they got this. home run hitters. This is not even. The coaching edge goes to the Chiefs. This is not even. <laughs> what are we talking about? He, Nick Sirianna did a great job, but this isn't Nick's even. really good, but come on. Andy Reid and the enemy and them boys. They yeah. could, Chiefs get Chiefs get the coaching nod. The Eagles could win this game. They absolutely could. They probably got more advantages than we just went over it, and I'm sure we said the Eagles more. Doesn't mean that the coaching is better. <laughs> yeah, no. But it might be better. I'm just saying, as we stand right now, you can't legitimately say. I didn't even know the name of the defensive coach. coordinator until during their playoff game the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first time I've seen the name of their offensive coordinator, so. I don't know, Shane. Don't know who you are. I'm Andy Reid guy. But I'm just like, you can't. How can. Yeah. So, it's gotta be the right. Chiefs. But yeah, I believe I think I had more Philly yeah, uh, I think I with the too. edge than the Chiefs, and then I had like one even, and then you had, I had two like, even. Two evens. And I'm sure I had the Eagles you know, had the advantage, so But that's just the position battles, and now we get to the bigger picture, the bigger question. Who do we each have winning the Super Bowl? I know who I want to win. I want the Chiefs to win. Mm-hmm. 
I know that just before this, a couple of pods ago, I was like, no, I want them to lose because I want to keep my Patrick Mahomes thing alive to where he's just Brett Favre. But I don't want the Eagles to win. I just I don't. Honestly, their coach does get on my nerves. And mm. so does their fan base. So The fan base. They, yeah. When they won theirs a couple years ago, I was happy for them. Because they had suffered for a long time, just like a Seahawks fan had. But then they still they still act their Philly way, you know. Mm-hmm. They, and look, it's not every Philly fan, but the vast majority of the vocal ones are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and so for that reason, like, when do you hear like Chiefs fans doing anything like bad? Not I'm sure somebody say, oh, I can show you. No, I, I don't need you to because I'm just talking about from a national perspective. Outside of uh, Jackson Mahomes and. Uh... Patrick's exactly. wife. The rest of them are okay. And and they're not fans. <laughs> they are family of somebody. So yeah. that's, you know. But yeah, I mean, I just for, I literally for that reason alone is that I want the Chiefs to win. But who do I think is going to win? I think the Eagles are a better team. I just think they're a better team. Now, coach could do something ridiculous and then be like well you know that's why he said he wasn't the better coach and, yeah and the players the moment might get too big for them they might drop some passes they a might. lot of new faces in the super bowl a lot of guys who haven't been here before some vets but for the most part yeah a lot of guys your quarterback has been here before your receivers your top receivers haven't been here before yeah and man that's hard this is very hard. So I think it's going to come... I'm trying to look at their last games. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about how they win. And I feel like the Eagles didn't impress me. But maybe that was just because San Francisco's defense is that good. And they're not going against San Francisco's defense. It's oh, no. So No offense to the Chiefs' defense, but there is a drop-off from the 49ers' defense to the Chiefs' defense. And their defense is really good. But Mahomes can take advantage of... Just the Chiefs can take advantage of a lot of things. But yeah, I think it's their wide receiver position that's causing me to doubt their ability to win this game. So I'm going to pick the Eagles, even though I don't want to win. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles... I definitely feel you on the whole fans thing, but outside of that, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with the Eagles win here. You know, I'm not really rooting for one team over the other specifically. I'll be rooting for specific people that I like. I'd be cool if like McDuffie got a pick or something in this game, or you know, AJ Brown just did something nuts. I like AJ Brown a lot. Devonte Smith. Uh, but in terms yeah, of there's a lot of players on the field that I like, so yeah, you're, you're just gonna I be happy. You're gonna be happy for the players, win. the team. But but yes, I do think about the fan bases because you gotta listen to it the whole off season and the next season too. <laughs> and that's yeah. And I don't think Chiefs fans are as insufferable. <laughs> Mahomes has gotten it done before. But he goes yeah, into he this one. It. Oh, he wants another one bad. Oh, yeah. But he's going in here without Tyreek and not even having McCole Hardman. And that's 
And against the secondary? What's it do for him if they win? What's it do for the Chiefs? Or for Mahomes if they win? There are people ready to label him the GOAT. Like, I saw an article. Like, if they win, they're going to start already putting him in the GOAT conversation. Oof. Man. Ah, this is so hard because it's like I give Eagles more of the edges but like I said Mahomes has been here and like you said he wants it yep uh, but it's only his fifth year as a starter I'm gonna go Philly as well I think it's gonna be close but I you know we talked about you know on the Eagles side you know faces that are new uh, in this, in, on the Super Bowl stage, they're the Chiefs' best wide receiver. They got Kelsey, obviously, who's been there, but their best wide receiver, Juju Smith, he hasn't been here before. Yeah, and he's your number one going into this game, and your number two is out, and so now your number two is Valdez scaling. I don't like that at all against this Eagles defense. So I don't think they'll have too much to worry about with the receivers. You know, just blanket them and. Try your best. Mahomes will probably just put it on the money sometimes because he's ridiculous right. like that. But I, you could contain that. But he's focus on Kelsey. You know, he had 12 picks this year. Yeah. So. And then obvi- I'm not confident in their run game at all against this Philly defense. I think the Philly defense is just going to... They might take away the run completely altogether. And... Yeah, on the other side, I don't know. I'm not sure about that though. With Creed and you've got the huge Orlando Brown Jr. on this. On this Brown side. is Brown is a big on boy, that, you know. But there's also just so many guys. Yeah, that on team the Philadelphia speed. side. That team speed. So yeah, I think it's gonna be a battle. Mahomes is gonna be fighting, but I Philly might just be too much. I think they're just too stacked. I think so, overall. Too. I think they're gonna be real physical. And you know it could, it could get kind of ugly at the end. I think it'll be close for a while, but I think towards the end Philly's gonna pull away. It might be similar out, outside of like the injuries that happened to the Niners game because it was close for a little bit, yeah. and then it just got uglier to watch as it went on. You know, just within this instance, you know, we're assuming no injuries happen. Yeah, they they could just wear them down because they're built for that. They've been yep. doing it all season, and I don't think the Chiefs have that in them. We're gonna see. <clears throat> We're gonna see. It's gonna be. I think. I mean, it's not gonna be some huge upset or nothing if uh, you know if they win this game because there's gonna be a lot of people that pick the Chiefs, and a lot of it has to do with Mahomes, right? Yes, and but, understandably so. But I'm gonna look at it as an upset because if they if the Chiefs are able to pull it off because of those reasons, like Philly just looks like like when you think of a Super Bowl championship team, when you go back through history, you're like physical, they can run, but you know they they check all the boxes. Like even though they really do, you know, even though the Chiefs had advantages at certain positions and parts, it's not like the Eagles weren't good at those things it's not like they're weak at those positions yeah it, it's just like here the chiefs are a little bit better but the eagles still got some guys exactly and when you put it all together with that defense you know 
Just every every aspect of it. Their team is better. Yeah. And so they just are. It's like, are they gonna choke? Because <laughs> that's really all it would I, be. Is I feel choke. like that's gonna be the thing that holds them back. Even if Mahomes has a good game, you should, you know, hang in there with them. And it, I think it's just Eagles to lose, to be quite honest. And if they lose it, they lose it. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean yeah. I, the, I think the thing that surprised me the most is that this is a shootout. I'm like, dang, Yeah, really? like these, they're, I know Mahomes they and Hurts both, both have like four touchdowns and like 300, 400 yards or something crazy. Yeah, I mean, they both can, but just with that Philly defense, I'm just like, oh man, you guys came to the big stage and you guys let them put up, you know, 400 yards and four touchdowns. Even if they manage to win the game, I'm going to be a little bit like, dang, I wanted to see your defense look like a great defense. But, yeah, anyway. But yeah, two predictions going the Eagles' way. Our multiverse has the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Sorry, Chiefs. But I'm looking forward to... We won't be able to watch the whole thing, but I am looking forward to getting back and catching the end of this game and seeing what happens. Which kind of goes back to one of the reasons why we're not going to do the pod anymore because yeah. just certain things have taken priority in our lives. And so it's like, why are we talking so much about sports when we're not even getting a chance to watch all of it all the time now? So Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> because of it, we're going to gonna shut it down after next week. So yes. until then, you know, we'll come back and finish up the rest of this week. One thing I forgot to mention that I probably squeeze in here real quick. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> How things change in a week. I was just kind of sitting here last week. We were talking about the trade deadline. I was like, ah, nothing's really going on. Do something NBA because things are kind of dead with the deadline stuff. That changed <laughs> yeah. because out of nowhere, I come home and I look on my phone and I see, oh, Kyrie Irving wants a trade at the deadline from the Nets. What in the world? I mean, Kyrie is the definition of never let him know your next move. Because what in the world? And then, about two days later, a team was stupid enough to trade, <laughs> not only trade for him, but give up a ton for him. You literally, oh, you made the Nets better than you. And it's not even close. The Dallas Mavericks traded for Kyrie Irving. They trade Spencer Dinwiddie. Dorian Finney-Smith, and it was, what else? It was, picks. yeah, there were some picks. I don't remember exactly what the picks were, but a couple picks as well for Kyrie Irving and, and Markeith Morris. But the Mavericks are deciding to go with the Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving duo. That's some great defense you got there. <laughs> <laughs> Just aside from, you know, the stuff we talked about with Kyrie before off the court, I'm like, yeah, that defense is a little suspect in the backcourt. I don't understand why when he demanded this trade, so many people, like, he, look, even the Lakers, I, the only reason I understood LeBron wanting to play with them again was because they yeah. played together and they had a good, a really good four-year run. And <clears throat> even though LeBron was the only one to stay healthy that whole time yeah you know but but when they were together they were they were getting it done exactly they they won a championship the lakers 
need a little something else and so it, it would have made sense but even then I just thought but it's not gonna go good either way because it's Kyrie and he's just he's already proven like he can't do anything before you say we score a lot of points no I know that but he's he can't do anything significant without LeBron so it would have made sense to go back there but even then it's probably just too late for him yeah and so you're the Mavs and you you've seen what he's done you've seen before played with LeBron and you've seen after why would you give up why would you even want him yeah and why would you give up so much for him oh because he's a dynamic scorer okay he's also a dynamic head case and he can he's not uh tied to your team after this season right yeah so yeah he's a free agent after this season so so he might be training for like a half season rental and Half even, a season of Kyrie. And even if you got him to resign today, he could just ask for a trade. Just like he just did. Because that's just, that's just the type of dude he is for whatever reason. He's just... That's just how he's wired. He's just, he's, he shouldn't be worth anybody's time. But, you know, like, like I said to you, I, was like, I thought Mark Cuban was supposed to be smart. Like, what a dumb... What a dumb move. Luca, Luca got to keep him alive. He's going to be like, Listen here, buddy. Yeah, we don't I mess mean, around over here. We were but. talking about the Nets, you know, not having really a chance and all this stuff. But a lot of that had to do with Kyrie. You know, I'm not gone. a KD guy, but still, like, they're probably, not even probably, what's his name, Cam Thomas? Cam Thomas has been going He's crazy. Been going crazy. Back-to-back 40-point games? Like, what the heck? All right. And so now the team looks like already and they haven't have they even played the new guys yet because wasn't I don't think so not even finalized it wasn't finalized until like a day later or something like that yeah so now you're giving them plenty of time to get used to it you get Dinwiddie back back in Brooklyn you know where he didn't really ever want to leave in the first place which is why people did you see the KD meme where you know all the equations are around his head and he's like looking like you mean we traded for Dinwiddie it's like, yeah, why didn't you just re-sign him when you had the chance? You know. But uh But anyways, well, yeah. I think they could be I think they've got the better end of this deal. And you should actually watch out. Looking for the at Nets. like their you know, defense, you know, their Dinwiddie was a decent defender. Finney Smith is more of a defensive guy, that's kinda of his role. And then you got your other role, guys. Cam Thomas is starting to come alive, clearly. You got Seth. Uh, over there doing his thing. You got, you know, your big man Claxton. He's one of the better defending big men this season. Yeah, they they could be setting up for wouldn't it be crazy? A nice run. Won the whole but, thing. And then Dallas that would be crazy. gets eliminated in the first round. I mean I look, I love Luca. Come on Luca. But this is ridiculous. Like I just They Matt I've been like, you know, rooting for Luca and like his team to do his do his thing, do their thing, and now they got Kyrie, and now I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel anymore. <laughs> like, man, I get, am I just strictly Luca and not Mavs anymore? Like, I liked, I liked their lineup before. You couldn't have swung for another Somebody star. Else? Anybody, Anybody else? else? Like, okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how long this lasts. But yeah, Kyrie Irving at Dallas Maverick. So just had to throw that in there real quick because I almost let that slip by. And that was a big thing that happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 
we'll finish this recording up and then yeah next week will be the the last last one last one man but the eagles they should be your champs we'll we'll discuss that next, next time next time as well as ant-man and the lost corner meeting right yep yep until then see you next time Peace out.